All right, aloha nui kako, and welcome back to the Moon Kind Things podcast. Mahalo for being here, mahalo for listening, and most importantly, mahalo for being here for the huli. Um, so today, I want to just talk about, honestly, I think I just have quite a few books down in front of me. I just was really inspired to go ahead and create this episode right now, um, based off of some of the things that I've been looking at and, and researching and reading this morning, and that have just kind of blown my mind that I wanted to share with you folks. So today I have my Puke Olalo Noel, our Hawaiian proverbs and poetical sayings, na tutu pukui i haku, or not haku, but kakao. Um, and I also have my complete guide to chakras book and my Anolani Anohonua, um, so we can talk about the moon. Um, tonight's moon is moving into Huna. Uh, and I just thought that, you know, we talk a little bit of moon kind things, we talk a little bit of chakras, um, and then we will start with our Olalunoeo for the day. So I'm just going to open our puke to any... How I love to do my Olalunoeo is I literally just open the puke to any... You know, like people, you know, people do that with the Bible or whatever, like just open it and they're like oh this is the message god wanted me to receive today yeah that's how i feel this is the message my kupuna and my aina wanted me to receive today uh so let's see right here in front of me i see we are on number 1108 an unlucky fisherman wastes time in wetting his line he merely gets his skin cold in seeking bait said of an unlucky person who in spite of every effort gets nothing so like the fisherman is wasting his time by even throwing his line in the water because he's just getting cold looking for bait fish pretty much wow okay so like how can we apply that to our life so no wasted time doing fruitless things with people that aren't going to pour into your cup because girl we got better stuff to do and we got things to do today so, mahalo kupuna for that little gem of wisdom. Mahalo. I think it would be super cool. Also, I've always wanted to start like a Puke Olelo Hawaii book club. Um, I think I tried it once when I was in college and then it just turned out to all of us just coming over to hang out and like party. Uh, so now that we're older... I think that would be really cool. So if anybody's interested in a Hawaiian book club, how's me? Yeah, like I don't already have like 500 million things I'm trying to do, but yeah, no, if anybody's interested. Also, you know what I wanted to ask at the beginning of this? Does anybody? Okay, I am really not a techie person. Like I am not good at technical stuff. Um, I'm literally an 80 year old person stuck in a 27 year old body. Um, so if anybody knows how to like in the beginning of my podcast, like before when I had a vlog, you know, I used the office intro, but obviously like if this is going to be a real thing, I can't be using trademark stuff. So I was thinking as I was setting up my podcast and I saw like the beautiful rain of Kaneohe falling down, I really want like... I want to record legit ko'olau rain and I want that to be like my intro. Like the intro would be the rain with some melodic tones in the back. I don't know, maybe some chanting. Uh, what is that song? Hey Kanaka style. You guys remember when that came out? Everybody was like, oh, here we go. But um, yeah, so if anybody knows how to do that, if anybody knows how to um, go ahead and make an intro to a podcast, can you hit me up? Because... I don't know how to do that kind of stuff. I am, I can pay you in merch. Um, so yeah, let me know. Ooh, let's read this one too. You know what? Actually, I'm not going to read this one, but this reminds me of a story that I want to tell. Um, 
So this story, I actually was, uh, my Olalo Hawaii podcast is more of like my Mo'olalo podcast. And this one is more of like, you know, educational talk story kind. Um, but you know what? Maybe I will save that one for my Olalo Hawaii because that's kind of more of a Mo'olalo that my Olalo Hawaii listeners will be interested in anyway. So go learn Olalo Hawaii if you haven't and you want to hear the Mo'olalo. Um Let's move on. We're going to move on to our moon. So for today's moon, I was just reading um, Homai Kopono. What's his name? Tom. Tom Penna. Um, you know, I know some people have kind of polarizing <laughs> mana'o, uh, but I just mahalo. So just like, just like remember the book I said last week, Anolani Anohonua, written by that kahu. Like, I just take everything with a grain of salt that is created by uh, anybody that's not a kupuna <laughs> because... It's like that's their mana'o and just like this is my mana'o and like an amalgamation of all the different sources and kumu and kupuna and aina lessons that I've learned over the years. Everybody's different and everybody is going to like process all of that energy and mana'o differently. So like when you read it, don't take it as your your end all be all Bible. You know what I mean? Like just read it, take in what you need to take in and then just kapai the rest. You don't need to, you know, word is law. Okay, so when we talk about these things, please just take it with a grain of salt. And like I said, take in what you need to and kapai the rest. And don't be going around being like, oh, you know, she don't know what she's talking about because maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, I do. But um, like I said, you know, everybody's different and everybody takes and processes and turns that mana'o into something different. So mahalo. Anyways, mahalo to Tom Penna um, for his huge like hana that he does uh running home Pono so that we have easy access as social media 21st century peeps um to our lunar calendar that's a little bit easier to read and understand than the ks you know the typical um ks one that they put out every year the interactive one if you don't know what i'm talking about then go check them out but anyway so so okay so what i was going trying to say is like i use all of these sources okay i use home Pono, i use anolani anohonua i use the ks um calendar but most importantly friends i use kilo as a lifestyle skill so kilo um has you know i feel like it's like a really hot buzzword lately or like i don't know if it's just this year and like the the academic environment i've been around but i feel like kilo is like a really import like only now not okay okay back it up mayor um i feel like the importance and the vivai and the value of kilo as a lifestyle practice not just as a word and not just as going outside to look uh is really coming to fruition these days and it's beautiful because our kupuna were like literally these experts at kilo right that's how they know everything about the moon that's how they know everything about the tides about fishing about hunting about um, how it affects us spiritually, all of those different things were literally not because they went on Google or looked at an almanac. It's because one, you know, bunch of kupuna started noticing things. They passed that on and their their keiki and their mo'opuna added on to their observations until after a long time, we have all of these things that have been passed down in oral traditions and some of them written down that teach us how to interact with our environment around us, right? Kilo is... Um, like I said, it's a lifestyle practice that really teaches you how to, like we were talking about, if you um, came to our live yesterday, we had a really, well, it was like a short snippet, but I want to kind of expand on that more. Like the word pono, when you think of the word pono, a lot of times we think of like 
what is righteous, right? Or what is good, like good and bad, evil and um, what's the opposite of evil? Good, I guess. Uh, but that's a Christian introduced concept, my friends. Good and bad is a Christian introduced concept. Evil, Christian introduced concept. Before we had good and bad and before we had righteous and not righteous and evil and dee dee da 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 Pono was more of like a way to say keeping the balance. So when you maintain the pono by doing pono things, you're doing things that keep the balance, that keep the harmony, that keep the status, not the status quo, but the maintain the, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? That maintain that like, uh, it starts with an S, maintain that homeostasis not s but it's in there that maintain you know that like flat line of like everybody's all good the birds got their enough food the things that the birds eat have enough food for them to eat um there's enough types of birds so that all the different predators and prey you know what i mean like everything's in balance so when you do something that is not pono you're not doing something bad or wrong or evil you're doing something that's just taking whatever is going on out of balance, out of harmony. So, for example, if you're at school and you do something that is wrong or bad and they're like, oh, this is not pono. This is pono ole. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at that. It's like pono ole. It's disrupting the balance of the other keiki. You're being distracting, etc. Right. It's not necessarily that you're a bad person or you made like this wrong decision. It's just that. At that moment, you're throwing off the balance. So you either need to get back in balance and put everything back in balance or like you take yourself out of the situation so that everything can go back to how, you know, the harm harmonious um, environment of Kula. That's just my example, because, um, you know, your girl's a teacher. But um, yeah, anyways, so Pono, why was I talking about Pono? We were talking about what were we talking about? uh we were talking about no not mo'olalo we were talking about moon okay oh kilo so kilo helps us to be like um in harmony with our environment right because when you know what your environment needs you know what you can do to help aina for a really long time i was like i didn't really understand my place um in like the kanaka world because I was like, what do you mean Aina needs me? Aina is everything. It gives me everything. And, and all I do is like pull weeds. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. Like, Aina needs me. Aina needs me to do what? You know, like Kanaka need Aina. Aina need Kanaka. And then I, I started to get it. And I'm still getting it, to be honest. But Aina needs people, you know, like that term stewardship. Like, it needs people to... I just feel weird saying like Aina needs people, but it does, you know, it needs us to, to, to not maintain because Aina going to go where Aina going to go. And, you know, your little weed whacker <laughs> isn't really going to tell Aina, hey, you better stay in your box, Aina. So uh, Kilo, anyway, Kilo really helps us to like see what our environment needs see what our environment can give us, and then see how can we maintain that balance. Because Aina, Pilina Aina should always, always, always be a reciprocal relationship, right? Um, I remember in one of my classes, I had one of my good, good friends, Kialoa Mossman. Um, 
he is from the Kanaka'ole family on Hawaii Island. So, uh, you know, that tells you enough about his background. Uh, but he had shared with my class. I brought him in um, to talk to us about his work with uh, Lokoi'a and stuff like that. And he had shared with our class, like when you break down the word Aina, it literally breaks down into that which feeds. So your Aina gives you everything you need to be fed and sustained physically, to be fed and sustained mentally and emotionally and spiritually. All you got to do is give back and go collect you know what i mean so that reciprocal relationship of aina is is so important and and it's a huge disconnect that we as kanaka have today right like it's really hard for kanaka to a buy land to b even have time to work on their land because if you bought land then you probably busy paying a mortgage for the rest of your life right or paying all your other bills so it's like Either we don't have access to Aina or we're busy working away hard at a nine to five. So we don't have time. We're exhausted by the time we get home from work. Got to make dinner. Got to bait the kids, you know, do all of that. On the weekends, you're like, oh, bro, I'm just trying to relax. Like, but you know what, friends? I hate to tell you this, but that is exactly what America wants you to think and wants you to feel and wants you to do. They want you to slave away at a nine to five and make all your money for them. And they want you to think that it's so far away, this dream of Kanaka being back on Aina and this dream of Kanaka being plugged back into Aina. Um, and I'm here to tell you, my friends, that is all a false, false, false. Um, I don't know what to call it. That's like a that's just a straight up like distraction it's a straight up distraction to to dull your pico and to dull your your intuition we talked a lot about intuition on our um on our live the other day okay i'm getting like really far away from what i wanted to talk about but this is why we have a podcast my friends because your girl can just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about all the really cool things that i've learned about and that i really want to share with you guys which is really why i started this podcast right not just because like, oh, wow, look me, look at all the cool things I've learned, but because I feel so blessed to have the opportunity to learn these things. And I want you and I want your keiki to have those same opportunities. I want you to feel like you're empowered to go and learn and, and to get that ike for yourself and to learn the truth about Hawaii and our people and our history and our kupuna and everything that there is about Hawaii because you know that's not what they're teaching in the schools and it's not what we what we learned growing up majority of us didn't really learn the real truth of what happened here in hawaii i would oh my gosh i have to do a podcast one day on that like just straight up pulling out the receipts of like show me the treaty baby oh what there is none i i used to tell my middle schoolers i will give you a thousand dollars in cash if you can show me the annexation treaty and they're like go nuts yeah like searching 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 google 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 and i'm like yeah okay just chilling in my chair like okay let me know because you're not gonna find it um but anyway okay back to what i was talking about um let's go ahead and look at our moon so tom penna <laughs> mahalo nui to him for all of his hana nui that he does so I'm reading directly from Homai Kapono on Instagram. Go ahead and give him a follow. Um, he does updates every single day along with the animations of the Mahina. Um, and, and he has some pretty cool insight on like the scientific part of it because like I'm more of the spiritual cultural connection, emotional. And he's more of like, I mean, <laughs> he has no idea who I am. So like <laughs> I'm talking like we're partners or something. But um, yeah, so just go ahead and check him out. 
So his um, caption for today is talking about Po Huna. Mahina becomes Poi Poi. So if you didn't know, there's the three Anahulu of the Hawaiian lunar calendar. So like in our typical English month, we have four weeks, right? And that's like 30 to 31 days um, with seven days in each week. In the Hawaiian lunar calendar, you have three Anahulu, which are kind of like the weeks, and they have 10 days in each of them. So there's those three. So that equals 30 days in a Hawaiian lunar calendar. And then sometimes there's that leftover night in between. That's a little bit funky. We'll talk about that later. Um, so the three Anahulu, the first 10 days, the moon is getting bigger, Ho'onui. The next set of 10 days, the moon is getting rounder, Poi Poi. And the last set of 10 days, the moon is getting smaller, Ho'emi. So um, Huna is we are starting to transition from Anahulu Ho'onui into Anahulu Poi Poi. And he says, Mahina is entering the round moon stage. She is still growing, but her growth is from her center, not her edges or points. Her shape will expand until Akua, Hoku, Mahialani, and then ease from Kulu to La'au. Notice the Inoa of Mahina when her shape is more pointed. Ku, Kaloa, and Kane. These Inoa refer to male Akua. When she is barely visible as a single strand or two, she is Hilo, Hoaka, Lono, and Mauli. Even like reading those words out loud, you can tell like Ku, Kaloa, and Kane are, are Kane energy names. And Hina or Hilo, Hoaka, Lono, and Mauli are soft feminine names. Interesting. Is that what he means? <laughs> as her shape grows from pointed to round, she is Ole. Likewise, as her shape wanes from round to pointed, she is Ole. Between the Ole stages, her Inoa emphasize her Vahine qualities. This begins when she grows from Huna, Mohalu, and Hua. So if you look at Huna, tonight's moon, Huna can mean many different things, but mostly when we look at Huna, we're looking at hidden, things being hidden and mysterious. And when you look at Mohalu, you're looking at the unfurling, the unfolding, the blooming, the blossoming. And then you look at Hua, and Hua is like that egg, right? So if you think about all of these stages, they're all kind of, I don't know, to me personally, they remind me of like Vahine, um, Vahine that are hapai, like the Huna stage, you know, when, when it's all hidden in the beginning. And then the Mohalu, when you're like blooming, you're like three to five months pregnant, like, oh girl, it's not just Kalua pig anymore, um, it, that's a baby. And then the end, Hua, where you're like, yes, my stomach is gigantic, it is an egg, that's a baby, it's coming. Um, when we look into the Huna Mohalu Hua sequence, we may see the fertilization process unfolding. There are a long list of possibilities. Okay, yeah, that's pretty much what I just said. Um, what else do we have here? If we are limited to looking at the superficial alone, we may never see the full picture. We may study the exterior, but we may but may not be able to embrace the interior. This embrace requires us to be awakened intuitively. Interesting. Okay, mahalo nui, Tom Pena for that. Um, I'm going to look at Anolani Anohonua, a heavenly nature, an earthly nature now, to look at our, um, our Huna moon and see what Kahu has to say. Um, like I had touched on last time, and I actually want to do a whole episode on this in the future, um, it might be my downfall. <laughs> But I feel like it's important for us to address. I watched this really, really, really good um, talk on YouTube by Noel O'Brien, I believe his name is. 
um i think the name of it was like christianity the destruction of the hawaiian identity or something like that and i was like wow that is like the most on point tagline because i i don't like to say like or i don't like to judge people you know what i mean like that's your own trips your own religious journey that's your own trips but um it's hard for me to come to terms with the fact that christianity uh really kind of wrecked havoc here in Hawaii for our kupuna. Um, and there was a lot of traumas and dramas, like a lot that stemmed from Christianity, especially during that time. I, and just myself personally, like I'm a traditionalist, like I'm old school about everything. So, you know, I was like, manono, you got, I got you, like I'm on your side. Um, but anyway, I want to talk about that one day in the future, maybe not now. Honestly, that's like... <laughs> Something I wanted to talk, like when I was in college, I wanted to write like a huge paper on it and I just never got around to it because I couldn't, I just wasn't ready for it yet. Um, and it, I, I maybe still might not be, so who knows? But anyway, moving on. Okay, so Huna is the name of the 11th night of the Hawaiian lunar month. So it's when the moon's sharp edges or horns are Huna hidden from view. The night of Huna traditionally ushers in the beginning of the 10 rounding phases of the new lunar cycle. Spiritually equated with the element of Vai, the easterly direction, and feminine energy. Ooh, astrologically associated with the psychic realm of the supernatural, the study of the occult, and the shamanistic practice of the mystic arts. Huna means hidden or secret. Okay, so... During the night of Huna, ancient Kahuna were known to gather in secret for the purpose of collectively channeling their individual mana, coven vibes, and conjuring their spiritual magic. Certain individuals born in the night of Huna were believed to be Kohoia and spiritually blessed with mystical heavenly gifts such as Na'awau and Ikepapalua that were inherent in the Kahuna lineage. So this day is a really good day for things like love, for matchmaking, for weddings, and for root crops. So Huna is a very favorable time for dealing with matters of the heart. In ancient Hawaii, it was the day that couples also chose to profess their love, celebrate their aloha, and share lifelong commitments to each other. Huna was the traditional day when ho'opalau promises were made and ceremonial ho'au weddings were customarily performed. Kahuna considered Huna an ideal night for practicing their secret hana aloha, love magic, making love potions, and performing sacrificial rituals designed to influence the heart's desire. Y'all know what I'm doing tonight, baby. On the night of the Huna moon, early Hawaiian farmers cultivated plants that hide, such as kalo, uwala, uhi, pia, ava, and other root-type crops. Huna was considered as one, is the most, one of the most auspicious days of the calendar. It's not a good day for visions, revelations, prophecy, gossip, divulging secrets. So traditionally abstained from sharing apocalyptic visions, astrological revelations, and prophetic dreams received on this particular night of the lunar calendar. During this lunar phase of the moon, engaging in palo alelo, idol gossip, divulging intimate secrets, and disclosing private or confidential information was considered to be culturally, socially, ethically, and spiritually offensive. So no be talking shit tonight. All right. Um, I want to, next time, I'm going to bring out my Puke Daughters of Haumea, um, written by Auntie Lucia Jensen and her daughter, Auntie, I'm having a brain fart right now, Lucia Jensen and Auntie, mm, not Mahina, Auntie, shucks, I can't remember right now, I'm going to go check my book after, but, um, yeah, so that was a Puke written, um, by one of my good friends, Nana's friend, actually, 
Um, Auntie Lucia was the wife of Anakala Rocky Jensen, who was um, a great hula practitioner, great carver, um, just great kanaka all around that preserved a lot of Ikea for um, our many generations to come. And Auntie Lucia uh, wrote a book with her daughter. I want oh Auntie Natalie, that's her name, Auntie Natalie. Um, Auntie Nat, and she they wrote that puke together, kind of a lot like putting a lot of different sources that they had learned throughout their years here in Hawaii and with Anakala Rocky and all of that kind of stuff. Um, it is an amazing book. I received it from one of my good, good friends from Hilo for graduation, and it's one of the most treasured books that I own. It talks about, like it's called, The Daughters of Haumea. Um, It talks about, this could be a book review podcast too, yeah. It talks about um, a lot of the different roles of Vahine intimately in detail um, in traditional times. And I really love it because she photographed a bunch of different women like in I think this was done in maybe like the 90s, I want to say. I'm not really sure, though. Um, and all the pictures are in black and white. And she photographed all of these modern women in traditional like costume, not costume, sorry, in traditional ahu and regalia and like in traditional um, poses. And it's like a really beautiful even just piece of art for the photos. Um, and the Ike is just like an amazing mind blowing cherry on top. But um Daughters of Homie, I think I'm going to bring that out for us next time so that we can be diving into a little bit more of the divine feminine because that's um, a message that I've been receiving from the universe lately. So this one's a kind of a long one. I don't think we're going to dive into chakras. I think I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast here. Um, mahalo Nui for being here and mahalo for listening. And I need an outro too. I don't know. So if we have like the rain in the beginning... I guess we, well, the rain at the end. Maybe it would be like Mauka to Makai. So we have like the rain in the beginning and the beach at the end. I don't know. Let me know if you have any ideas. Thank you for being here for the Huli. And go ahead. Oh, shout out real quick. Go check out my Patreon if you didn't. Patreon.com backslash Moonkindtings. I have seven different tiers. One of them is just an educational tier. The other six are tiers in which you receive different products and benefits. Um... The most coveted benefit, I would definitely say, is like the early access because I only print things in such small batches uh, that by the time a lot of people want, you know, finally hop on the site after work or whatever, they notice that their size is gone, the color they want is gone, the shirt they want is gone. So if you sign up for the top four tiers in my Patreon, then you get early access to all drops along with a bunch of other really cool um, benefits such as behind the scene videos, um, you obviously get this podcast uh you uh, depending on what tier you receive a couple of free products a month from moonkind things or not free you're paying for it but i mean like you receive products as part of your package um so go ahead check out my patreon patreon.com backslash moonkind things or moonkindtings.com to go ahead and check out everything that i have uh ready to ship already on site um i will be dropping the uamaila teas which are i arranged Guys, get this. I haven't even been able to like explain this yet, but I've been dying to. I found all of the reins that I could on the Ko'olau side of Oahu. And I arranged their names into raindrop shapes falling onto the Ko'olau Mountains. So that is the Uamaila tea. 
um, that I actually just opened up to my top tier of Patreon today. And I will be dropping my Kuenhina sweats probably this upcoming week, like early in the week, um, depending on how Patreon goes and everything. So go ahead and jump on that if you're looking to score a pair for yourself. So mahalo nui for being here. And mahalo for listening to my rants and raves and traumas and dramas and hulos and hurrahs. Ahui ho kako, ipule mai ka ia oko, pa ka hiapau.